0: Okay, let's begin now because it only makes sense.
1: Well, hello there, and welcome to Frankie Sense and More. Riding shotgun with me today is one of my favorite radio hosts. You may know her from Military Mom Talk, Motherhood Talk, Coach Radio, and my favorite show, Powered Up. Please welcome my good friend, the inimitable Sandra Beck. Sandra? Wow, inimitable!
2: I think inimitable. I'm going to look that one up.
1: Yeah, that's a good word, and and, and it really describes you. (laughs) Can I share? I have to share something with the folks here. Sandra, I'm not going to out you, but Sandra shared a photo this week on Facebook where she was cocooned from head to toe in a red and white furry blanket, looking for all the world like she'd just been found on an ice floe in the North Pole. (laughs) Now, I live in Canada, home of the igloo, as the Americans think, and Sandra lives in California, not exactly, you know, The north, oh, southern California, at that. Yeah, so I was racking my brain as to how to help her, you know, because we don't want her to freeze to death. And then it hit me, Sandra. You look like you were having a three dog night. And so I was thinking, if we got each of your boys two dogs and your dad three, then we could send you an 11 dog sled team to keep you and your
2: family warm.
1: <laughs> what do you think? Some Malamutes would be good, you know? Oh. Run around the ranch. And,
2: yep. Yeah, Malamutes, Husky, you name it. I was freezing. We, we have, with the El Nino, we have unseasonable cold here. It was 31, and I have an architectural home with floor to ceiling windows, two stories, and we were like, nanook from the west it was or the east it was it was an ice ice sculpture happening in my kitchen
1: i felt so bad for you and we are actually experiencing a warm a warm uh, flow of air, which is just brilliant for December. It's like five degrees Celsius today, so it feels wonderful. <laughs> Can't even begin to tell you. We have a great show for you today, folks. You got to make sure you stick around. Reese Thomas is here, as well as best-selling author Diane Mills. And Reese is going to be sharing with us how to find clarity and our purpose in life through his latest book and program, Discover Your Purpose. How to use the five life purpose profiles to unlock your hidden potential to live the life you were meant to live. And Reese Thomas is a visionary and author, speaker, trainer in the energy medicine field. And he's also the founder of Reese Thomas Institute of Energy Medicine and the creator of the Reese Method, a powerful system, self-discovery, transformation and healing. And uh, we know that he's had many successes in his life. We like to follow successful people. He's had a career as a professional tennis player, a coach, a business owner. He's an author, husband, father, public speaker, martial artist. I'll have to talk to you about that and much, much more about Reese in just a moment. I just want to tell you a little bit about Diane so that we can all get in on the conversation. As mentioned, outstanding author and delightful lady, Diane Mills. Can't wait to meet her. She uh, has this amazing philosophy about her books and we're going to give you, I think it will give you good insight into the real woman herself. She states that her readers should expect an adventure so she combines unforgettable characters with unpredictable plots to create action-packed, suspense-filled novels like her latest, Deadlock, which I just finished and is really a great, great read. Diane herself graduated from Houston's FBI Citizens Cadet Academy. That tells you something about her. She's also the recipient of two Christie Awards. The Library Journal presented her with Best Books 2014. She's also the president, 2015, of the Romance Writers of America's Faith, Hope and Love chapter and is a founding board member for American Christian Fiction Writers and a member of the Advanced Writers and Speakers Association, International Thriller Writers, and as I said, the FBI Citizens Academy. So that's pretty cool. And we're going to speak to her in just a moment. But she did say one thing in her profile, and I'm going to bring say you this back to you, Reese. She said, I always dreamed of becoming a writer, but I didn't have the courage to take the first step. Now, Reese, I know that you've met thousands of folks like Diane who didn't have the courage at one time in their lives to take that first step. And I think that this does tie into your book in the, in, in the five profiles, because you state that you show people a three-step process. One, how to clarify their purpose and direction, to mm-hmm. increase their, their vital energy and passion, and three, develop. Up that courage to live a life with no excuse or apologies. So, what do you have to say about that?
3: Well, yeah, of course. The, the we all can have we all have infinite amounts of courage when we are when we when we access the truth within us. Sort of what I talk about is you're discovering your purpose. Isn't figuring out what job you're going to have next month or next year and how that's going to pay you and that stuff. Even though it will have a job and 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 a price tag usually with with whatever you do in the world and what you share. But to have the courage to start writing, uh, you know, Diane needed to discover if she didn't have the courage to do it, it was because she was unclear about who she was and what her message was. And a lot of people say, I want to write a book, but they don't really. But they but they want to write a book based on. Uh, what they think they ought to write, and and it always falls short, and they get writer's block, and they and or they write it, and so it's like it doesn't sound good, or they hand it to an editor, and the editor says, well, this is what we need more. What's going? What's what's the what's underneath this? And and so for me, just whether it's whether you want to write a book, or want to have a great relationship, or you want to find a career that you're proud of, or whether you want to you know uh, you know have better health there's one key ingredient that you have to discover and that's and that's what makes you tick what is the what's the what's the why you're here what's this deeper quality within you that that when you know that quality within you of course You will write a book and that will be the only thing in there in the book. It will be talking about this – you're describing your way of seeing the world that then gives everyone else the opportunity to sort of stand on your shoulders and see from that vantage point. But if you're just writing something that you think you ought to write and everybody else has written and you've taken the writing course and how to write a book – You'll get it done, but it won't have the juice. it won't it won't fulfill you. and uh, and, and and I, I know because uh, the book that I wrote, Discover your Purpose. It took me about 15 years to write it uh, because I kept trying to write somebody else's book. And then ah. when I finally discovered who I was, this book you know, fell into place uh, – well, in you know, over five years, it fell into place uh, you know, and, and, was, and, and became much clearer that this is the message that I need to do. The problem with my message is that it's so complicated that to say it well and to help people understand the way my brain thinks, it takes a takes little doing.
4: Well,
2: and Reese, I just want to pop in here. This is Sandra. I think it's so amazing for you to come out and say, after you've had, you know, different successful careers in your life, to say, you know, 15 years to write this book. And then, you know, after you finally found yourself, you know, we all put these masks on. We all, you know, wear different roles and hats that maybe aren't as authentic as they should be, or in my case, not even close. Um, But I just want to commend you for coming out and saying, you know, we do reinvent ourselves. We do rediscover ourselves. Or discover ourselves maybe for the first time as an adult later in life. It doesn't have to be we're twenty-five, pop out, and we know everything.
3: I totally, totally agree. And that's and that's I, I call it the midlife calling. Uh, a lot of people call it the midlife crisis and and it's only a crisis if then you re, if you if you just harden who you think you should be uh, but when you hit that midlife crisis or calling and all of a sudden things you know all of a sudden you kind of realize that oh my god I've become my parents somehow I've, I've created these problems in my life or my, my marriage is falling apart or my you know my business this is I'm not feeling like this is the right thing something big is missing in my life yeah the courage to change the courage to step out and do something uh, you know is is truly in Within all of us, it's we, we all need that, uh, and so you know, so so you're right, uh, you know that 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 willingness to say I'm going to reinvent myself. Um, this time in a different way. The thing is, the funny part about reinventing yourself is that we tend to do it our entire lives. We get rejected as children or in teenage years, you know, as children we reject ourselves and try to be what our parents want us to be or we, or we resist them or, uh, you know, or as teenagers we try to get, if we fit into a group, a clique, something like that, we get into our 20s and we try to fit in in some sort of work and we're reinventing ourselves all the way along and, and, and it's like trial and error, trial and error, trial and error and, and, um and and you know problem the problem with with life is that is that if to really find out if something is you or isn't you, it takes like five to ten years. And you know at some point you get to in your you know, 30s, late 30s, 40s, and you realize, I don't really have another 10 or 15 years to mess around with trying to figure out somebody that I'm not again. Uh, so, so that's my, my objective in the book is to, is to give you sort of like a really clear, some real clarity on what are the steps to, to discover this, this sort of like the person I've always been and how that person would make choices. And, and, then, and then you reinvent yourself, but you're not reinventing yourself. You're remembering yourself.
1: Yeah, I, you know it's interesting because I felt a real synergy with you when I was reading your book. That's Frankie here, um, because in my book, Midlife Mojo, I talk about the the midlife process or the crisis as really a metamorphosis where we are emerging as our true self. It's that wake up call, you know, breaking that socialization, our socialized self, and and coming into our true self we like you said we don't have time any longer to be that person we don't want to be that person but we don't know who we want to be so your book actually helps give some clarity to finding that process of how will i decide or how will i find out my purpose we lost everybody
3: i'm here i'm back
1: oh okay i heard a glunk and i thought i lost somebody
3: i got i got put on hold there for a minute so me too okay
1: okay Yeah, I think we're having
3: site problems
1: again. But uh, okay,
3: well, I I, I totally heard you. I I did hear you up up till the last just the last second there. Okay. Um, and I totally I totally agree and and, and this was what was, was true for me. I mean I had I had done so many things and I and I had been really successful at what I was doing. Um, but it but it still never felt right and, and it wasn't until I discovered these profiles, these this you know, which which weren't like the Myers Briggs or the Enneagram or DISC, which are all sort of behavioral based. I learned these through energy medicine. I went to an energy medicine school where they weren't Really, this really wasn't the main part of the curriculum at all. They were teaching us how to be healers and how to move energy and and you know and, and work all the levels of the energy field. Um, but what I what I've recognized was that was that we all, when we get to that midlife you know crisis you, where you where you called you know you you break free from the socialized self. You do that by finding some sort of holistic way of doing it or you buy the red Camaro or you do something. You do something right. that, that breaks the pattern of, of sort of being what my parents – what I thought I was supposed to be uh, or what my parents thought we were Wanted supposed to be. Wanted us to be. To be. And, and, or you go do healing work and then they release some blocks and things like that and you feel – and and for a little while, you feel like yourself. The problem is is that without having this bridge – so so there's like this – we all can feel our soul at times and we can definitely – Definitely feel all, all of our chakras because they are, they are all of our problems. You know right. they are all of the issues in our lives. But between those two zones, there's a bridge. There's this. There's this
1: purpose. Rich, I'm going to have to stop you, and, and you can talk about our purpose when we come back in just a few minutes because um, <laughs> it's, that's just too big. That's just too big to allow you to go on right now. So okay. stay tuned. Stay close, everybody. We are going to break, and we will be right back
0: warmed up Frankie Sense, and Moore will be right back after we pay the bills
5: information about book publishing is power the power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers so join us for your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host Dr. Judith Bryles Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern 3 Pacific you'll hear about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now as The Book Shepherd, Dr. Judith Riles, is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know, but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Briles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
6: It's words you've never heard. I admit it, I love Coca-Cola. It is truly supernaculum. That means good to the last drop. The slogan good to the last drop was actually first used by the Coca-Cola Company in 1908 before eventually becoming the slogan for coffee. Coca-Cola is in fact the world's most recognizable trademark, known by 94% of the world's population. Cuba and Panama were the first two countries to bottle Coca-Cola outside of the United States. When my husband and I were in the Amazon jungle for several weeks, we had a hankering for a Coke. I kid you not, a canoe seemingly appeared out of nowhere loaded with Coca-Cola. I later found out that in Brazil, a local bottler makes regular trips up the Amazon River to deliver Coca-Cola to remote locations. Now that is Supernaculum.
2: It's Marching day.
6: I'm Carolyn Davidson, and for more Words You Never Heard, check out my podcast at wordsyouneverheard.com.
1: And we're back, and we're back with Reese Thomas, Sandra Beck, Diane Mills is here with us, and I'm your host, Frankie Picasso. Reese, just before we went to break, you were talking about the bridge, the bridge that your program provides for people uh, from, you know, their socialized self, waking up now, going into their true self, and uh, you're about to explain how that all happens. Well, and then I want to get into the profiles.
3: Yeah, well, and 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 this is the, and these are the profiles that the, the bridge is is the profiles. The you know we all have this this sense this deep sense of sort of like somebody we've always been. It's the part of us that doesn't seem to age. You know, my my, my two boys are twenty three and twenty five, and and I look at them, I'm like, wow, they've gotten to be old, much older people. You know, and I'm <laughs> like, but but I haven't aged at all. I'm yeah. sure everybody else from the outside is like, oh yeah, yeah, you have. Yeah. Um, but but it's sort of like that part of that age part of us we know we we all have a sense of that but but we don't really know what to do with that it's a soul and 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 then and then we all kind of know we have chakras which are these dimensions of our life where we're doing all these things you know we're trying to get through we're trying to survive and and all of that but there's there's this bridge and 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 when we don't have this bridge uh we can do all the work we want on our chakras but we'll fall back into the old patterns because we don't know what we are supposed to feel like, what we're, what the truth is, we just try different things on. And and when you don't have a connector between the soul and the chakras, um, what happens is, is that it's a huge void in our lives that always feels like there's something missing. And and what I found was, hello, what happened to yeah. a Reese? Well, we we lost Reese.
1: Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, okay, there you are. You went on. Oh, from oh, sorry.
3: That's the that's the, that's uh, the, the part. Uh, am I still am I still on? Can you hear Yeah me You're now?
1: on. We can hear you. Right.
3: OK, well, anyway, so so it's I, I don't know if you heard that I see that I see the profile sort of like the hundredth monkey. It's the piece where where we right. get it, where we say, oh, so this is the part of me that really works really solid.
1: OK, so we have five different profile um, that you have discovered and put together. You yep. have kind of the positive side of that and then the negative side of that as well, which is very interesting. So the light and the dark of the same person, let's say, yes. or the same profile. Yep. Um, can, you, can you tell by by talking to me or by looking at me what you believe I might be?
3: Well, I mean, you know, by the nature but,
1: of everything, I'm sure. So,
3: so, well, by by the nature of of having such a strong fifth chakra and having your own radio show, charismatic leader has to be one of your top 2.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is. Right? It
3: is. And 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 the fact that he chose radio over uh, over TV um, I'm, I'm assuming you chose radio over TV. Um, that's an assumption. Uh, yeah. But you chose radio over TV. There's a little bit more of a creative side to you, um, you know, that, that, that leans a little bit more toward kind of like the, the you're, you know, you've got some, you know, you've got the knowledgeable achiever in there, but, but it's going to have sort of like you want to have the, the, the radio show uh, host part of you likes to have things a little bit more flowing. Um, whereas on TV, it's got to be, it's, it's much more the show. You know, it's like everything's mapped and organized and structured. And so, on radio, you can be more flexible and fluid. And so, as a part of you that doesn't mind, even though the charismatic leader likes to have it run your way, mm-hmm. uh, you like the fluidity of that.
1: Yeah, I like flexibility. It's my, probably one of my. It's in my top five values. But right. Um, you're right. A knowledgeable and achiever and charismatic leader were actually tied. And then yep. at 14, and then at 12, um, the emotional intelligence and the team player were also tied. So it's kind of interesting. And and I I think that um, most – I'm going to bet that everybody on this call has shares at least one in their top two. I have a feeling. Well, and I know, I know what Diane is. And, <laughs> uh, and um, if I can share Diane. Go
3: ahead. Yeah. Hey, okay. hey Diane.
1: Yeah. Di- Diane is, you know, this author, and she belongs to all that stuff that I told you about that she did. Right. And she is a her, – her number one is a knowledgeable achiever. Okay. And her – what was your number two, Diane? Hang on. A oh, one- a one, okay, yeah, the creative idealist, and and Sandra, you said that you were,
2: yeah, I'm the um, the charismatic, charismatic leader, and then my secondary is teamwork, oh, okay. and knowledgeable achiever. I think they were all right close. I can't yeah. remember exactly, but they were all within a point of each other.
3: And for charismatic leaders, it's often you know charismatic leaders all are natural. You know actors, actresses. They can play all the roles, and we'll have. And when you and when you look at look at your life, you say, like, "Well, yeah, I team play. I do this, I do that." And the fact that Frankie, you have a show on right now where it's where you've brought on you know three, four, four people. It's like there's four people on this one, and you're managing the group. You you know that when you said that, that you have a you know an emotional intelligence, specialist and team player. Uh, you know the, you know you and Sandra probably have very similar profiles. Right? I
1: think so. Yeah, we're very similar.
3: You both run shows. You both really do it for the people. You both, you know, and so, but it's, but it comes from the charismatic leader and, and the quality of your charismatic leader, you like some creativity so that, so you've got the higher side of the, sort of the thinker, the thinking side of the knowledgeable achiever. So you bring some creativity. It's not didactic, you know, it's sort of like bringing that, that sort of structure to it. Uh, But then you also, you know, that, that, that secondary element of, of the team player in there is, is where you're going to be doing it for the people and doing, and really, really you know helping people and also supporting people like myself or you know whoever and, and, and Diane you know share our share our uh our our mission achievements
1: yeah but you know what was interesting in in the book you talk about that the the charismatic leader has a body type you know the hourglass figure definitely that's me you also say that you like to do three to four years in a job and then you move on that's been me but i always thought that was my gemini in me that did that i got poor i like to learn i like to learn new things i'm always but you know diane's a knowledgeable achiever and a creative idealist like what would her body type be and i bet you it's probably spot on
3: well, the knowledgeable achiever and creative idealist is going to be lean, strong. Yeah, you know, that's uh, Like long distance runner type of type of energy. Maybe a triathlete.
4: Diane. Um, oh, this is funny. I'm five two and barely one ten. Yeah. <laughs> I do, uh, you know, I I type on my treadmill so I can get in six miles a day. Uh, yeah. I'm up at five. Um, you nailed me. Right. How interesting
1: is that? And someone else, <laughs> but the knowledgeable achiever and her 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 good side and, and the and the dark
4: side. What would that yeah, be? Let me see the dark side.
3: Well, the dark side of the knowledgeable achiever is that you that you have the worst inner critic of anybody. It's like no matter what you do, no matter what you do, it's like I should have known, I should have done better, I could have done better. And so even when you're more successful than anybody else around you, you. Uh, you know, you then you 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 don't take like a week's vacation and say, oh, I'm just, or a month's vacation and say, I freaking nailed it. You say, oh boy, we got to get back to work because we could have done better than that. And so, yes. and whether it's you or we or whatever, it's like you just don't give yourself, uh, you know, you know, in the in the shadow side, you're just punishing of yourself to be perfect.
4: Oh,
1: yeah, you nailed me again. Yeah. yeah you said that you don't like downtime that downtime would be a waste of time, so you have to always oh, be doing yes. something
4: oh yes husband likes me re- likes to record certain t v programs mm-hmm. and he wants me to watch those certain, but i can't do that. I have to sit there with my laptop and
1: work i do that too. I thought that was right. a gemini trait <laughs>
3: well and, and well keep it, keep in mind that that uh that you know the hor- the horoscope uh, you know uh yeah. and, and and all is it is. It's part of it. I mean, the profiles are part of that. But that system are basically when you're, you know, when you have to take in every star and planet in the universe to try right. to figure out who you are, it's you can do it. And there's people that can do it. But, you know, it's I thought it's just so much, you know, it, it all ends in your body right now. Right. It's like it's like what's happening in your body right now is the representative of exactly how the stars are moving. So rather than looking up at the stars and figuring out what what, you know, what's happening in my life, I'd rather just look at your life and say this is what's happening in your life. And and when these things are happening, this means that these are the Qualities. This is why you have this nervous system. You have the body. You have you know. And this is the difference between my work and um, you know and and and, and Myers Briggs or, or you know or Enneagram or, or any of right. the other or sort of disc is that is that these are because the whole system uh, is 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 your purpose. Um, of course, the first tracker, which is your body, your nervous system, everything, where you're born, how you're born, all of that stuff. Uh, you know, that you get in your in your star chart um, is is true, but keep in mind you 're birthing yourself in each moment right now right and in each moment this this is your purpose no 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 this is your purpose no no right here this is your purpose and and are you able to are you able to experience that right now or do you have to go check with your star chart or your this or your some other thing and so my whole purpose of doing this work and I, and I found that Energy medicine is really and, – and spiritual growth is, is really getting people from thinking in the future and the past and get them into the present moment and that's been true since the beginning of time. It's like people are just crazy stuck, stuck in some other place rather than right here. But to do that, the most important thing you need to do to be in the present moment is to be able to look in the mirror and say, I like that. That, that thing in the mirror i like I like that, and, and, and i don 't know what it is, but it's, but it seems to be wanting this, liking that and i 'm enjoying this process of being alive rather than you know getting in the brain and trying to figure it all out
1: you know the other part that was interesting about charismatic leader was that you operate from your from your intuition rather than your the facts in the head, and that is so true of me because yep. I would rather go with my gut than right. With whatever, any, whatever anybody tells me, because that's I'm going to read that first, and and maybe that's because it's developed and I've learned to trust it. I don't know, but I every, like that's kind of interesting.
3: Every charismatic leader has uh, has that development. Um, it's just it depends on which which way they go. Remember, charismatic leaders are warriors by nature. Right. Um, and influencers. So they have to literally be able to walk into a room and read everybody in the room immediately
7: right. and
3: and, and or, or read a situation or a life situation. And so they have these gut reactions where they'll actually start responding before they're conscious of what they're even doing. Uh, okay. When, when, well, let me ask
1: you this. Diane, Diane is, a, is, a, is an achiever. Yeah. And she woke up today and she says, I'm a knowledgeable achiever. What's my life purpose? Uh,
3: well, you know, I find purpose? it out. She she just checks her list. Meaning? Meaning she's already made the list. Yesterday she figured out what she was going to do today, and her purpose is.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. Her,
3: her purpose is to is to follow through and make it more efficient each day.
1: Okay, absolutely. She's a, a list maker.
3: Right. Yours is to wake up and decide: Am I even going to bother doing what I did yesterday again today? Yeah. Probably and if not. I, and if I am, it's got to be a lot of fun. It's got to have fashion
6: in it. Yeah, I hate doing the same (laughs) thing. It's like just so right
2: on, Reese. I was in the bathtub last night, you know, going through like, oh. And then I get up this morning and I'm like, eh. I don't want to do any of that. What, what it's, supposed to be? <laughs> Wait,
3: it's like, ah, so I've got four radio shows. Maybe not today. <laughs> <was>
1: like, yeah. <laughs> you also had two kids, two kids puking. So, you know, like, right. oh, and an old man. They had the old man wasn't a good that. day. Yeah, wasn't a good day for you.
3: <laughs> or, 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 right, exactly. Being a mother today. No, nah, not today. <laughs>
1: yeah, not so much. Well, when we come back, we're going to have a look at more at what Diane Mills does. And we'll let Reese comment on that. And we're going to be going to break in just a few short minutes but i do want to send healing back to uh, sandra's home and everybody else's home out there who needs a bit of healing and you can you can share in that reese because you were both energy healers as well yes, fire away guys because <laughs> <laughs> we all need a little bit of that so stick around
0: heck no we're just getting warmed up frankie sense and more will be right back after we pay the bills
5: is there more living for you to do yes That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com.
0: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond.
8: One of the supreme advantages I had by growing up in the Pacific Northwest was the abundance of apples. I love apples, whether they're Granny Smith, Macintosh, Gala, or Red Delicious. And at only 55 calories per small apple, they are a fabulous tool for weight loss. Apples pack 3 grams of fiber and help you feel fuller longer because the fiber expands in your stomach, so it takes less food to satisfy your hunger. They are easy to take with you, so you can enjoy the flavor of apples anywhere, anytime. Discovery Health calls apples a jewel of healthy eating. They are loaded with vitamin C and other antioxidants. Regardless of the type of apple you prefer, apples are a perfect addition to your weight loss plan. So grab an apple every time you head out the door and enjoy this fabulous fruit. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. And we're back. And I...
1: To introduce you again to Diane Mills. We gave her a little bit of an introduction at the beginning, and I'm going to tell you now that um, her latest book, Deadlock, that I finished reading last week, was just fantastic. It really is a wonderful book. Her titles have appeared on the CBA and the ECPA bestseller lists. She's won two Christie Awards, but a finalist for the Rita, Daphne Du Maurier's Inspirational Reader's Choice, and the Carol Award Contest quite the achievement she's also co-director of the author roadmap uh, roadmap with social media specialist Edie melson where she continues her passion of helping other writers be successful and she's also a speaker and she goes to writing workshops around the country diane you love to help people i know that's one of your passions
4: it is yes I, serious people yeah Ser- serious, serious writers serious i think that's the 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 key word there uh, with my personality type, as it has already been analyzed, um, <laughs> I, I want to make sure that my efforts, my passion, are used in a way that um, are respected. And uh, that doesn't mean I'm going to write your book, but that does mean that I will help you get the tools so that you can write your book.
1: Perfect. This, your book, Deadlock, I really, I really enjoyed it. And what I liked about it the most, I think, was... It was a really interesting concept Uh, You know, the strong character The lead special agent, Bethany Sanchez She's tough, she's moral She's dealing with diabetes I don't know, is that something that you have in your family That you know about? Or is it just something that you made up?
4: It is um, something that I made up because I wanted to show that not every heroine has this perfect body and that we all have struggles and um, weaknesses and flaws and challenges no matter what our occupation is. Okay, And her partner had a reputation as a ladies' man And he had recently become a
1: Christian And I know that that's really important to you Your faith is very important to you um, and, But he was holding back on telling people about that The people in his life And um,
4: why was that? Why, why did he not want to share? To me, the biggest reason was Okay, this is just one more thing that Thatcher is going to put on us That um, um, I don't believe it Um, you can't tell me that, uh, somebody like him can change because he's been such a womanizer. And so he was hesitant to, uh, to spout it. It was, it's that show don't tell. He Mm -hmm. wanted someone to say to him, okay, what's different about you? You're not acting like you used to. You don't have the same habits that you had before.
1: And, you know, what was really interesting about um, Bethany was that her family her family was, was very protective of the youngest son, the only son, I guess, who, who had gone to jail and had done a lot of bad things in his life. And yet they were ostracizing her because she had helped put him in jail and, you know, kind of the tough love uh, concept rather than – and they said, you're not part of our family anymore. Go away. We don't like you um, because – Our our baby wasn't babied, Um, and yet he was really not a good guy.
4: No, not at all. And um, I have seen that in families where uh, the youngest, uh, especially if the youngest is uh, the only boy or the only girl, it's as though this is their dream child, and that child can do no wrong, and they're wearing blinders. They don't see that they are molding that child into an adult that will never be able to contribute to society. So, Reese, let me ask you, in these characters that she's building,
1: could she take these profiles and make them more... um, identifiable to the people to the readers let's say Well,
3: i mean well keep in, I, I mean i i always you know when when you read you want to read about the dirt you, know, you want to read you want to read you, you, you know if everybody got fixed in a novel um it wouldn't be an, it wouldn't be any fun um right. so so part of it is sort of like you know she really it talks about the real human condition and of course you know you know almost always when you're talking about people in novels the only interesting people that you would want to write about are the charismatic leaders because they are either remember they they are either uh, a wonderful example or a terrible warning and and they and they can't do Either at any other one, it's like you don't want to read about the mom who's just nice and helping and doing this sort of stuff. You want to read about the son who's like tearing things apart, and and the mom's being too nice to him, and, and you know, and sort of, and you can make any type of statement about that about that you want. But yeah, I mean, truly, the you know, when when we go to movies, we don't want to we don't want to see you know maybe maybe if it's a romance, you want to see a little bit of the emotional intelligence specialist in there, but we really want to see that uh, that charismatic leader who was the womanizer who was the the hard, you know, you know, manipulator to just have them fall into their core quality and and truly be so in love with someone that they would die for that person. We want to see that happen on the screen. We want to hear we want to see that in the book. We want to see that person that could do anything, could be a murderer if they wanted to be, really transform themselves because that's the that's sort of like the inspiration, you right. know, that, that allows us to do it ourselves
1: it would be interesting like you have a psychopath in there yes. <laughs> and 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 the psychopath is, is really the you know the dark personality side of of this person who could you know if they turned around and took all that bad and turned it into good would be amazing probably so all that energy that goes into being bad uh you know if we if we channel that into something good that would be great um i found it really interesting that you know you went to the FBI citizens cadet
4: program uh, you're very dedicated to this yeah, yes, um, I, I am. I believe in research. That's where it, where it all stems from. I have uh, been to um, uh, southern Sudan. I have ridden the line with the Border Patrol. I have talked to treasure hunters. Um, and when the time came some years ago that I wanted to write an FBI book, I just called um, the FBI office, which is not too far from me, said I wanted to speak to the media coordinator, and we became friends. Wow! And, uh, so um, when I am talking to her, okay, how can I how can I learn more? How can I be um, uh, more aware of what the various divisions are, and, and what do you do, and, and how do you go about it? Um, she said, "You know what." I'm recommending you to our Citizens uh, Cadet Academy. So I took the seven-week course that was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Every week uh, for three hours, uh, I was introduced. There were a group of us. There were 30. And uh, we were introduced to agents who actually worked the specific divisions, whether it was uh, the bombers or violent crime or um, uh, human trafficking, uh, children's pornography. And so you not only... um, saw how they felt, how passionate they were about the division they worked in, but you also learned how they went about it. And it was just incredibly interesting. On the uh, final day of the the last session, we were able to go to a rural area outside of Houston where the SWAT team... um, uh, I started to say rehearsals, right. Trains. Really trains, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, we're also the FBI agents train also. So we got to uh, use their weapons. We got to oh, use um, simulators. And it was just, it was just incredible. It was like being there, getting into these huge tanks and looking at the mobile equipment and um, watching them blow up. It <laughs> so it's just really cool. Um, Diane, I'm going to pop in here. This is Sandra.
2: I think it's so much deeper than that. You know, I went to journalism school at Northwestern. I was in their, their, um, you know, their, not only their, their research and writing program, but their creative development program. And one of the things they taught me then was, you know, if your mother says she loves you, check it out, meaning, you know, check your facts, check your things. But there's an authenticity to your writing that can't be denied, because what you're talking about, Like when you go and you experience these things, and you're like, Yeah, it's cool, and everything. But what you're doing is you're seeing it, you're hearing it, you're feeling it, you're tasting it, you're touching it. And so much about good writing, which I, you know, I think you're a great writer. You're my eyes and ears. You need to tell me what it tastes like. You need to tell me what it feels like. If you shoot a gun, you're not just shooting a gun. Do you feel the shock that hits your chest? Do you feel the kickback in your shoulder? You know, those are details that you put into your writing, your rich. Uh, sensorial writing that you really can only have by experiencing it because you know there's an authenticity that happens in writing and I, I really get frustrated when I read somebody's book and and there's something inauthentic about it Yeah you can tell that person never shot a gun or I remember as a little girl I grew up with a lot of Harlequin romance because they were, were based in Rochester, New York and somebody wrote a romance novel about my little hometown of Canandaigua and how they rode the roller coaster at Road Roseland and they made it this giant thing and I'm like Roseland's like a drop in the bucket at the top of our lake with the ghost riders you know from 1924 and it's a teeny little roller coaster and I was so frustrated and I wrote to Harlequin I'm like don't put settings real settings in your books if you've never been there exactly
4: Uh, yeah when somebody says um oh yeah, I I drove down the street that you were talking about and I was looking for this bad guy because you said he lived on this street and... um Things like that, which are really, really fun. Um, Another thing, one of the the books in the series, Deadlock, and the one before that was Double Cross, and the first one was Firewall. And in Firewall, I opened it up by uh, bombing one of the uh, sections of Houston's International Airport. And I needed to know, okay, how far back that somebody is just flat-out dead, how right. far back you know does it burst their lungs what What does it do? What about your their hearing and so, by contacting my friend at the FBI, I chatted with a bomb specialist who filled me in on uh that kind of information, which I would never well i'm not going to say never but because he had done it because. Uh, he was quick to tell me about what he does, and let's face it, we all like to talk about what we do. Um, I could get more inside um, information, and it's just—you know—it's—it's it's just fun. Like if I if I came to you and I said, "Okay, what do you like most about your job? What do you like the least? What is the one thing that?" Would keep you awake at night. Um, those are the kinds of things that I want to know because those are the lives
1: of my characters. And that's what makes you a great writer. And that's why I prefer to read a book and see a movie, and then or overseeing the movie and then reading the book because, you know, I've already flushed out those characters in my head I know what they look like and and who they should be and, and oftentimes I feel like they're they're miscast <laughs> I don't like it because they should look the way I I think that they should look I think but we're about to go to a break and when we get back we're going to be talking more with Diane Mills and Reese Thomas and Sandra Beck because we got a great crew here today this is really exciting stuff really interesting work that everybody is doing
7: thank you stay tuned
0: we're just getting warmed up frankie sense and more will be right back after we pay the bills
7: secret cuisines and sacred rituals is a quest a place and a feast join host vilasi venkatachalam every week to explore myths mystique old medicine and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines cultures and cures this is the place where tribes gather and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. It's words you've
0: never
6: heard. You know someone who is a noisy eater? You know, they make all kinds of disturbing sounds when they eat, like slurping their coffee and crunching their cereal. Did you know there's a word for eating noisily, disturbing others around you? It's called... Yaffling. Do you have a child who's a picky eater? My son Johnny never wanted his peas to touch the mashed potatoes. But as Mark Twain said, part of the fun in life is to eat what you like and let the foods fight it out inside. There's a word for a person who eats only a few kinds of foods. Olafagius. The most remarkable thing about my mother is that for 20 years she served the family nothing but leftovers. The original meal has never been found. It's Words You Never Heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and for more Words You Never Heard, check out my podcast at wordsyouneverheard.com.
1: Well, hey, we stuck around, and hopefully you did too, because we're back here with the gang, and we're all here. (laughs) So we were just talking with Diane about her characters, and offline we were talking about the character development uh, through using Reese's book, Discover Your Potential, and or Discover Your Purpose. I'm sorry. And um, I I find it interesting now that we all know about them. That if if we can go out into that world and just, you know, like like you said, it's not like an anagram, and it's not like you know, E F TJs or anything like that, but can I use this in order to speak to somebody in the way that they're going to hear me now, Reese?
3: Right, and that's you know we talk about just understanding who you are and and be able to watch people in the movies and say oh my God yeah that's that's that character that's a, but yeah uh, you know each of these each of these core qualities within us we know that there are feelers in the world and there are thinkers creative people and there's and there's uh, caretakers and there's achievers uh, you know and then there's and there's charismatic leaders and you know you three represent the charismatic leaders and the and the achievers in the in the world and. You motivate each one very differently. You motivate a charismatic leader by saying, this will be awesome. You know, it'll be totally, new. you're going to change the world. We're going to inspire everybody. And we tell it, and, you know, we inspire them all. North- Hello? We just, did we lose Reese?
2: Yeah, we lost him. We He'll be back. Yeah. I'm all in. There, there he is. is. <laughs> <laughs> right? We right? We lost <laughs> you for a minute there, Reese. But you're here. Oh,
3: Reese. sorry. Oh, sorry. Reese, in
2: please. front of you on the air behind your back while you couldn't yeah. hear. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh, but everybody oh, else said. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, well. Anyway, so so so. Anyway, the the, the you know, by knowing by knowing what someone's profile is, uh, you'll know you know how to speak to them in their language. Because we often have our biggest conflicts in our relationships because we try to speak our language to them, and they don't speak that language. Mm-hmm. And so just I, I, I don't know whether, whether you heard this or not. I was saying that the three of you are represent the charismatic leaders and the knowledgeable achievers in the world. And you two, the charismatic leaders are also have a really strong team playing quality. So if I tell you that we're going to lead and make a huge difference in people's lives, you two are totally in. And and if you know, if talking with the knowledgeable achiever, you know, talking with Diane, you know, if I can teach you something that will that will dovetail with everything else you've learned and enhance it and change and change the whole structure of how you build things from here on you're totally in and when you talk like that to people and you know and 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 are able to speak their language they can hear you when you're but if i said to any one of you oh you know i'm really just having a feeling and can we just talk about our feelings for a while and you know you'd all be like oh can we move to the next guest um you know not that you can't talk about that, but it's like but there's like this deeper motivation that that really that really kicks butt for you
1: well, talk about wanting to be world changing and changing the world. you know that's what i'm all about, and I know Sanders all about that and diane you 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 touched on it your book about the Sudan and the lost boys, and I interviewed the Lost Boys many years ago um jacob atem who who went back and built a medical center, which I think is just phenomenal. He ended up in the University of Michigan and living with a Michigan family. But the Lost Boys, um, you know, the, the people of the Sudan and their struggles is very important to you. And and so this is a mission as well, right? Is You, you work yes. with a charity or somebody? Yes,
4: yes I do. Um, I uh, I work with uh, Abraham Neal. He was um, uh, a young man that I met when I was writing Lost Boy No More. <laughs> And uh, just had such incredible um, respect and admiration for his commitment and his determination and his, um, he's definitely the charismatic, whatever uh, you need, I'm there and totally unselfish. and. Uh, in our time together, by the time we were finished with this book, he called me mom, and I was calling him son, and I've helped to support him ever since. Wow. Um, and then also, when I went to Sudan, uh, I met a woman who uh, was working with another ministry in another area of Sudan, and we became very close. So, both Rosemary and Abraham are very. Dear to me, they are family to me, because of what they do and their commitment uh, it's it's amazing to me the Mother Teresa types um because I don't want to say I'm selfish but i'm I have to analyze everything, and those who just react and do I'm envious of their ability to reach out to others for their betterment and putting their own needs aside. I wish I was more like that.
1: Oh, I think you're like that.
3: Can I jump in for a second? Yes. All all, all knowledgeable achievers wish they were charismatic leaders. Because <laughs> because they actually know what to do, they just can't always pull the trigger because they have to analyze it out to the nth degree. And the charismatic leader gets about one tenth of what the knowledgeable achiever figures out and just says, "Hey, it looks good, let's go for it."
1: Yeah, I I I, got, I I just can't be bothered to be an analyzer. You know, a little bit of it and then that's it. I lose interest
2: and I go, "Yeah, okay, right. it feels good, gonna right. do it." So that's right. You analyze enough till you pull the trigger. That's, that's what awesome. I do. That's awesome. Yeah. But, well, but first. You, you but
3: but, Sorry. For Diane, but for Diane, you know, she writes about and the things that she writes about are these are she gives this amazing structure for how to actually work and help and help the, the charismatic leaders find more f- structure and focus and direction. So she gives like so so all of her research gives us all the pathway to achievement um, which the charismatic leader is not going to do. The charismatic leader writers are going to write from sort of like it's going to get you all worked up and all passionate and angry or whatever, and then and then it's just going to be over. And you're going to be like, well, what, what happened? It was great, but it's over.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lost him again. Skype oh, is just no. beating up on Reese today. Oh, my gosh, it is. <laughs> it's only Reese. It's not the rest of us. <laughs> and, 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 and you got
1: a show coming up, Sandra, and I think he's your guest. <laughs> I know. It's going to so be a I of oh, not
3: uh, I, uh, was I off again? Yeah. Oh, Are you hitting
2: your mic? Uh, it's
3: it's gotta be it's gotta be Skype on, on me. I'm, okay. plugged in, I'm plugged in and everything. So anyway.
1: Uh, that's uh, oh, I I gotta say something uh, about Diane because I, I want to make sure that we mention this. Not that it's that important, but it's kind of fun. Diane, you say that you're a coffee snob. You roast your own coffee beans.
4: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I think that's great. Well, um. You know, we, we I love Starbucks and I just get aggravated at myself as to why do I have to have Starbucks? You know, I guess I love the flavor, but why can't I do this myself? And so I was in Florida and um, I was sitting at this table It was at an awards banquet. And this man said, oh, yeah, I just closed my coffee shop. So I'm just wow. You know, I'm just focused yeah. right then. So he gave me he gave me this website, and by the way, it's Sweet Maria's weird name for a website. Yeah. Um, and so then I'm back home in Houston, and I'm at the grocery, and I'm looking at all these different kinds of beans and where they come from, and all this kind of thing. And this woman out of nowhere says, "You know, I'm from the Philippines, and my family has a, a coffee plantation, and my brother has a uh, has his own." Um, coffee shop in New York City. So I said, where do you get your beans? And she said, Sweet Marias. Wow. I went to this website, and it's like a university. I mean, from small to big, it has all these great videos, and I kept watching them over and over again and realized I could get started with a popcorn, the air popcorn popper. And so I'm just trying out all these beans and... I have a little journal, of course, you would know I'd do that. Yeah, and uh, writing down the how all I, I roast them and uh, if I mix some, what brands I make, I'm just having a wonderful time so that eventually I will have my own brand of coffee called Adventure Coffee to go with my. Oh, how fun is that? Yeah, I
1: mean i got to make sure, Diane, just I'm going to cut in because I want to make sure that I get everybody's um, websites in and everything. So you're okay. www.dianne, which is D-I-A-N-N-Mills.com. And yeah. Reese, give us your website so we can make sure we
3: can get your book. And well, to get, to, get the, to get the book, can you hear me? Yep. Okay, great. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm cutting out. Uh, to get my book, uh, it's uh, the, the book is called "Discover Your Purpose," and if you go to discoveryourpurposebook.com, uh, you not only are, can buy the book through Amazon on there, but you can also get uh, a number of. Um, audio and uh, video downloads of me teaching about the profiles in various different uh, formats. So, um, so it's, you get some bonuses on there, which are totally worth doing. So, if you go to discoveryourpurposebook.com, if you want to find out more about my school, it's Reece, Rhys Thomas Institute.com.
1: Awesome! Thank you for that. I appreciate that. So we get some bonuses if we go to
4: your site. And yep. Diane, what do you have coming up? Deadlock just came out. Yes, Deadlock just uh, came out. Uh, I've been working all morning on the line edits for the next book. It'll be the first book in a new uh, series called, and this one would be called Deadly Encounter, set in Houston. Uh, It's what happens when a uh, genetically engineered disease breaks out in Houston and um, just more suspense, more romantic suspense with the FBI working with the um, CDC. And um, wow, I'm, I just love suspense. I love showing yeah. people that there are good guys out there as well as guys who are not so good.
1: Well, and we appreciate that in your books. And I, I, I don't want to go without mentioning the folks from San Bernardino yesterday, the tragedy that happened there yesterday oh. as our hearts and, and prayers go out to their families Um, another horrific event again. 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 And hopefully, you know, we can raise the consciousness and and stop all of this nonsense from happening. And everybody keep on your positive side and let's do it. We can do this together.
4: We can. We can. Living in fear is not the answer. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I spoke to a
1: wonderful woman in Germany yesterday who um, is teaching the Syrian refugees German as they come in, and she says, you know, there's nothing to fear. She goes, I don't fear them. They're just lovely people, one-on-one, just lovely people. And they they are in internment camps. Uh, You know, I I guess Germany has a a method of, you know, distribution when the time comes. But the most important thing is for them to learn the language so that they can assimilate and become part of um, society. And, And really, you know, you have to look at everybody as a human being.
4: Absolutely, and I think that no matter what your faith is, I'm a Christian, which you have already um, explained to your audience. Um, it's it's love one another. It's not. It, we have got to. That's a great
1: way them. to go out, Diane. Love one another. That's it, folks. Thank you so much for joining me today. Frankie says comes back next week. Take Thank you. Care. Love one another. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What's fun See jump on people hit rash, rash production mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> <laughs> She not you she the one way to turn the world